0: Hello, hello, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Joseph Four Podcast on the JV Podcast Network. Just a quick reminder, wherever you may be listening, Apple, Spotify, or YouTube, please rate five stars, leave a friendly review, subscribe, and turn those notifications on so you never miss an episode. Interviews coming your way every single Monday and the Weekend 12 Pack with Uncle Micah. It is your degenerate gambler advice from non-degenerate gamblers coming your way every single Friday and that's exactly what we have for you today on this show guys I have to say I was looking back at the audio for some reason our voices sound a little bit weird and some of the audio at the end got cut off I don't know exactly what happened um, I'm sorry about that it, w- it will not happen again I don't know what happened everything in the moment we did it the exact same I was I'm always paying attention to it, making sure nothing's going wrong. I don't know what happened. I've opened up a couple different files. I don't know if it got saved weird. I don't know what happened. There was some sort of technical or user difficulty or mix of the two. I'm not 100% sure. But either way, you get the majority of your picks. And what we're doing on this episode, Uncle Micah, the prima donna, his assistant, called me. He wouldn't even talk to me on the phone. He wouldn't even tell me directly. We had to record on Wednesday. He's got a bunch of his golfing and gambling buddies coming in. So for the second straight week, I know you're missing out. I'm I'm very sorry. Once again, no NBA picks for the second straight week, but we are picking all the Power 5 football conference championship games. We got Pac-12 starting on Friday, then the Big 12, the ACC, the SEC, the Big 10, and a little bonus, we even throw in the AAC conference championship game. That's Memphis and Cincinnati. So we got six college football picks, all conference championship games, and then you guys are going to get the majority of our NFL picks. We picked six games, all of them are in there, some of it gets cut off at the end, but you get the majority of your picks, so a full 12 pack this week, you're getting six college conference championship game picks and six NFL picks. Once again, sorry about the audio, it sounds a little bit weird, still very listenable, and some of it got cut off. Will not happen again. Sorry about that, guys. And thank you always for listening and supporting. So, all that coming your way right now.
1: Live in Las Vegas. All right, so calling in on the bat phone as he does every single week on the JB Podcast Hotline. We have Uncle Micah here ready to go. We had to record this on a Wednesday per special request from Uncle Micah. I don't know what he has going on. Uncle Micah, what's uh, going on? You got a hot date on Thursday night or what, man? You're throwing off the schedule
2: yeah i got a hot day with a bunch of uh degenerates from uh ohio coming in this weekend oh. to golf and do a lot of drinking so that's what i'll be doing this weekend but but yeah i also have a poker tournament to play tomorrow the oh, world series of poker circuit events are starting in biloxi at the ip so i'm playing a, an event tomorrow and then all my degenerate friends fly in friday morning so that's, that is what I will be doing. That's why we have to record 10 nights.
1: That's fun. That yet the Triple G going on, the grind, the golf, and the gambling.
2: Yep, definitely. Awesome. And the game was going pretty well. Let's go over our records. Let, let's let's do it. My record now.
1: That's right. We were looking in the mirror last week. We had the same exact picks for all the games, the spreads, and the totals. We did our little Thanksgiving six-pack. So we were both 4-2 last week. On Thanksgiving Micah you now can you you continue to add to your already impressive record you are 33 22 and 2 and I am I'm approaching 500 so hopefully I have a good weekend 27 28 and 2 for me so you're doing really well I'm getting a little bit better after a couple tough weekends but uh hopefully we keep uh, ascending that's the goal.
2: Yep, you're getting there, man. You'll be you'll be over 500 after uh, this weekend's 12-pack for sure. I believe in you. Yeah,
1: hey, thank you. And like I said, the more that you continue to win, and the more that you say you like my picks and that you believe in me, the 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 more seriously I'm taking it.
2: Hey, hopefully we match up on picks this weekend because I am rolling.
1: Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Okay, so let's start with NCAA football. We are picking, we're doing the big five, the power five conferences. It is conference championship weekend, and then we got to show uh, our home state, even though Cincinnati in my books is Northern Kentucky. My brother goes to Cincinnati, got to show the Bearcats some love in their conference championship game. But let's start with the Friday game. Pac-12, I know these guys well. I've seen Oregon in person and then obviously watched Utah and ASU on TV. Um, Somehow my Sun Devils didn't make it into this game, but nevertheless, Utah, with a chance to get into the college football playoff, is matched up with Oregon. Utah is minus six and a half. Uncle Micah, who do you have in this game?
2: I'm actually going to go with the Oregon Ducks at plus six and a half.
1: Okay, I
2: think Utah is going to win the game, but taking Oregon plus six and a half. I think Oregon is still legit. They have struggled the last two games. Obviously, they lost to your Sun Devils. They sure at Arizona did. State. Yeah, that's that's probably considered a bad loss. Obviously. And they didn't look that good last game. They didn't cover against their no. uh, rival, Oregon State. They were like a minus 20 last weekend, I think. They did not cover that spread either. So they haven't covered the against the spread the last two games. I just think uh, Justin Herbert's going to play well. I think they're going to open it up a little bit for him against Utah. And Herbert is a good quarterback to where you can get that backdoor cover. So yep. if Utah happens to be up by 10, 13 points – I still believe in Herbert to get the backdoor cover there. I like when you have decent quarterbacks that still be playing. I, I like the backdoor cover. But I do think Utah is going to win. I think a lot of people are actually going to bet Utah because, you know, when all these teams are like in must-win situations, because right. we know if Utah wins, they do have a shot at the Final Four. Sure do. And Oregon is obviously out. So I think a lot of money is going to come in on Utah. But I like going – against the public as well. I think the public's gonna be on Utah. So Oregon plus six and a half is what I'm going with. Who you got?
1: So once again, we this is gonna be our seventh straight pick where we are like looking in a mirror right now. Just like you, I love the ducks at plus six and a half. And also like you, I do think Utah is gonna win this game. I'm pulling for Utah. I would love to see them get into the playoff and Like you just said, I saw it a few weeks ago when Oregon came here to Tempe. They can score in a hurry and really put it on. And I was shaking in my boots after ASU was up and things were looking good. We're playing. It seemed like we were playing the fight song. It was touchdown, interception, field goal. We were rolling. Then all of a sudden, Oregon put together two pretty quick scores, and I was pissing myself. I was shaking like a like a little girl out here in 50 degree weather. I needed like a ski jacket on. I was freezing. So, yeah, absolutely. Oregon, if they get down, they're never out of it because they can score really quickly. But just like you, um, the Ducks plus six and a half. But I do think Utah will win this game, win the Pac 12, and have a really great shot at getting into the Final Four.
2: Exactly. Love it. Like Oregon as well.
1: All right. Let's move into the Big 12. We have Baylor and Oklahoma. This is a rematch. Remember, Oklahoma had to fight back for, I believe, what was a one-point win at Baylor. OU is minus nine right now. So, Uncle Micah, who do you have winning the Big 12?
2: Again, I'm staying with the underdog. I'm taking Baylor plus nine. I just feel like that's too many points in this type of game. And again, I think the line's a little higher at the books due to the fact that we have Oklahoma who needs to show a beatdown kind of, you know, because they're going to battle for that four spot. They need to. So I always like going against that angle. Like when it's a must-win game and the public's thinking like, oh, they're going to run up to score. I just like going with the dog. I think nine is too many points. I think the line should be more around what the Oregon line is, six and a half. So if you're getting Baylor plus nine, obviously baylor can play with them i know that game was at baylor so that helps them a little bit No, CD the last Lamb time they played game yeah but you also have baylor who's four and oh against the spread their last four games oklahoma one and three against the spread oklahoma's d is playing like oklahoma's d usually does yeah except last game i think they only gave up about 15 but they've given up over thirty to Iowa State. I mean, they've given up a lot of points these last four games where they haven't covered the spread. Right. Baylor can score with them. And again, we always have that backdoor cover. If Oklahoma happens to be up by fifteen, sixteen, Baylor can always cover that. So I'm going plus nine, Baylor.
1: All right. I'm actually I'm going the other way on this. Our streak is gonna break. I like the Sooners. Right. Minus nine. It is high. This is sort of a risky pick by me, but like I mentioned, in that first matchup, no C.D. Lamb, who was a huge dynamic playmaker for that Sooner offense. This is their second matchup. I really think OU is going to roll because they not only need to win this game, but they need to look impressive. A lot of people think that they're they can do whatever. As long as they win, they're going to jump Utah, but I really think... That because of the way that Oklahoma's defense has been playing and how they've kind of trended downwards, even though they've won games minus the one hiccup at Kansas State, I think they need to look really impressive. They need a sort of, you know, they don't need to win 59 nothing like Ohio State, you know, did several years ago to get into the Final Four. But they do need to look really impressive and win this game. So I think the Sooners roll. Give me the Sooners minus nine.
2: See, you're rolling with that angle. I just said that always is a backfire. When, yeah, whatever. When the public thinks the team really needs to blow someone whatever. out. I like going with the underdog. But real quick, let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, since we just talked about – basically we talked about the two teams that are probably fighting for that four spot. Yeah. If both of them win – you may have talked about this on your last podcast. I but did. which one do you think is getting in real quick? So I just-
1: said on my last podcast if, you know – The top three teams handle business, which means Georgia loses and they're out because we'll get to that game, but LSU and Georgia play. Um, And then it's between Utah and Oklahoma, as long as they went out for that final spot. And I said, I think the committee is going to look at Oklahoma just as a whole. They're going to see Lincoln Riley. They're going to see Jalen Hurts they're going to see CD Lamb, they're just going to think Oklahoma Sooner football. They've been in the final four the last 2 years and I think that that they that they would have the edge over Utah, but at the same time I think it's 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 really really tight, but if, you know, I had to put some money on it if I have to make a pick gun to my head, I would go with the Sooners to get into that four spot, but I don't think it matters because that's just a playing game to lose the next week because I don't think anyone's beating Ohio State. If anyone beats Ohio State, it's going to have to be Clemson or LSU.
2: That's true. And I also uh, – yeah, the, neither team will beat the Buckeyes. Although I bet the coaches care because I'm pretty sure you have a pretty nice bonus if you make the Final Four. So. Oh, yeah. But I also agree with you real quick. I think Oklahoma – if it comes down to Oklahoma, Utah, they both win. I'm with uh, Oklahoma. Unless Utah – I really think Utah is the team that has to blow out um, Oregon, you know, to show some style points. And then maybe it might change if they both win. But we'll see.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting because both teams are playing quality opponents. It's not like, you know, they're playing an unranked, you know, it's not like, you know, there's Utah and Oregon, like that's a big matchup, then Oklahoma gets stuck with. You know, a team that has like three or four losses and not only they have to win, but they have to blow them out and look super impressive. You know, while, you know, both these teams have really good matchups. So, you know, maybe a win is all they need. And there are, there's a great chance that one of these teams lose and the choice is really easy. Yep.
2: True. Yep.
1: Um, Okay. Let's talk about the SEC game. We mentioned it. We were talking about playoff implications here, Georgia. And LSU, LSU right now, minus seven. Uncle Micah, who do you like?
2: Sticking with my trend of the underdogs. I am taking Georgia plus seven. Georgia four and one against the spread the last five. LSU two and three against the spread their last five. So that favors Georgia a little bit in their last five against the spread. But that always doesn't mean, you know, it's the thing to go to. But what I like on taking Georgia here, obviously there's got to be a little bit of a mental thing with these kids. I mean, Georgia needs to win to get in. LSU can still, in my opinion, and I think everyone probably thinks this, LSU can lose this game and they will still get in. Do you agree with that? Is that how you look at this game? Ohio
1: State, I said going in before last week, before – rivalry weekend, I thought that LSU and Ohio State were the only two teams that could split and still be in the, in the and, last Oh, yeah, L-
2: lose uh, last week, yes. yes. Totally agree. So so I understand, like, LSU obviously going undefeated and winning, you know, the SEC yep. championship game, and then if they went on to win the next two and have an undefeated season, that's something so big to play for. Right. However, I just think in the back of their head a little bit, these kids know that if they do lose this game, they're still going to to the uh, Final Four, right? And making and that's really the main thing you're playing for. I understand you want to win the SEC Championship game as well, but to me, I think Georgia is going to be a little more fired up, a little more to play for, obviously, because yeah. they win, they're in. So, I mean, but but I will say this: I don't think Georgia is going to win. I think like LSU to win, but. George has been playing well their last five games, so I'm going to take the plus seven. Go with the underdog. Okay. Who you got?
1: Okay, once again, I'm going away from you, and I'm trending a different way here. I love LSU. LSU has become, every single game day, I make sure I watch the Ohio State game, the Penn State game, obviously my Sun Devils, and LSU. I've fallen in love with this team. I love Coach O. I love Joe Burrow, and I love LSU To win this game, I think that I think Joe Burrow obviously wants to be in the college football playoff. I think that he's smart enough. I don't think his focus is there, but he's smart enough, like we said, to realize he's in no matter what. LSU is in no matter what. But I really think he wants to be that number two seed because, like, we all think Ohio State's going to be that number one. And when he's in, and he wants Ohio State not just in the playoff, but he wants Ohio State for all all the marbles he wants Ohio State in that national championship game so i think lsu is going to look it's going to be a battle it's not going to be easy but i like the tigers to pull away late and cover those 7 points i love the tigers minus 7 and i got a friend here to say something real quick Hopefully that popped up. That was uh, Coacho saying "Go Tigers" as he does. Well, I
2: thought it was Coacho. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I have trouble hearing you, but I thought that was him. You know? Okay, good. But he's hard to understand anyway, so.
1: Yeah, just guess like if I was like the guy like having to do the closed captioning for him, I would just type "Go Tigers" and I would probably be like, I'd probably be right on because that's like all he says.
2: What's the? Isn't it Water Boy? Is that the movie where the? Uh... <laughs> yeah. The one dude you can't like understand them.
1: Yeah, it's the uh, special team coach who wears the overalls and has the dip in and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's been a while since I've seen that. But I see that meme sometimes when people say that on Twitter. So I thought it
1: was Waterboy. Nice. All right, let's talk about the ACC. The poor Clemson Tigers who haven't been fairly evaluated all year. Dabo Sweeney has been throwing quite the bitch fit lately. Like, he's just been been a little odd. Dabo Sweeney is just going crazy. He's like the new Nick Saban, just like creating narratives and getting like super mad. I think Clemson might kill someone on Saturday, but they play Virginia, who tragically beat my Hokies after five straight weeks of covering my beloved Virginia Tech Hokies. Clemson, big, big favorites, minus 28 and a half. Uncle Micah, what do you think about this game?
2: That is a crazy number. Unreal. Yeah, It is, and I'm going to go with the dog again
1: okay because
2: i'm taking virginia plus 28 and a half honestly first of all virginia might be a juggernaut they beat your boys last weekend they did correct they sure did i just yeah they did don't have to remind me but but 28 and a half and i checked this or i usually look at this trend as well i like to see what the line opens up opens up at right away and then see if it moves and stuff like that right this line actually opened up minus at 25 i mean it's moved three and a half points which is a lot of movement which sometimes that can be sharp money that the uh, sharp people are getting on right away but honestly four touchdowns in a championship game i know clemson and Dabo sweeney is bitching a lot so I just think the public's on that train as far as, yeah. like, oh, they're going to run up to score, blah, blah, blah. But, honestly, why do they need to run up to score? They, they're never going to get to one. No. Do
1: you know what I'm saying? No. Like, correct? No, absolutely not. Yeah, so yeah. – Well, the, the, okay,
2: they would get to one if LSU and Ohio State both lose.
1: Right. They that's would, correct. Dude. They would.
2: All, all they're playing but for – But I guess that's, like, all? you know, the chances of that are not, not that good. Yeah. All but – Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, real quick. Three losses by Virginia this year is all they have, honestly. And one was at Notre Dame, which Notre Dame is Jekyll and Hyde. You know, they look really good towards the end of the season, but that was an early season uh, game that Virginia lost. And they lost at Miami and at Louisville by single digits. I mean, Louisville's a terrible loss. For Virginia, yeah. but the other two aren't too bad losing no. at Notre Dame and at Miami. So they only have three losses. I just think four touchdowns, 28 and a half. I'm taking it, man. I'm going with Virginia. Who yeah. you got?
1: Yeah, so yeah.
2: All Clemson is playing for
1: is, you know, if LSU were to lose, all Clemson is playing for is they're either going to be in that two or three spot. So all they're playing for is whether they're wearing their orange jerseys or their white jerseys. That's all that's happening. They're, they're either going to be the number two seed or the three seed. They're, they're playing for jersey color. That's all they got. But just like you, I'm going with the dog here. I like Virginia 28.5. The only Cavaliers that are going to be losing by 28.5 points on Saturday are the, Caval- are the Cleveland Cavaliers when they go to Philly to play the Sixers. I think Virginia covers here... Um, I think Clemson still looks really good and they dominate, but that's crazy. Twenty-eight and a half points that uh, I'm taking the I'm taking Virginia plus twenty-eight
2: and a half. Yep, like it too.
1: Okay. Let's talk about the Big Ten game now. The Ohio State Buckeyes, Wisconsin Badgers, Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, Ohio State right now, minus 16 and a half. Uncle Micah, what do you think about this?
2: all right I'm finally off the underdog trend Ooh, taking a favorite I'm taking Ohio State minus 16 and a half here to win Ohio State's been pretty much a juggernaut covering against the spread this year they're 9 and three for the year although I don't they did lose against the spread that first game against Lane Kiffin somehow I mean they started the first quarter up 28 nothing so I guess you have to put that on the record when you're uh, doing the record against the spread. But like I said, 93 is great against the spread. I mean, Day seems like he's covering these spreads. So 16 and a half might seem like a lot for a championship game in the Big Ten, but I'm not buying it. not buying it into Wisconsin. I think Ohio State might route them. I think Day will run up the score because, I mean, it's not a lock that they have the one. They have to look still pretty good. And that, it, like we've talked about numerous times, that one seed big, is a huge deal. Big. So, yeah, Ohio State minus 16, going with our home state Buckeyes there. All right. That's about it. All right. Not much else to say there. Although I will say this. I also yeah. thank the real quick. I was upset with Ohio State's defense against Michigan. I honestly was watching that game, and I swear I saw guys jogging. And I understand Chase it was getting double-teamed for the most part. I mean, I didn't, like, watch tape later. I wasn't yeah. watching his, like, down every time. But, I mean, he seemed like he was just in chill mode. And yeah. he's kind of seemed like that since he's gotten back. He's kind of been in chill mode, in my opinion. Now, maybe he is getting double-teamed every play. Like I said, I'm not really studying the film as far as that. Yeah. But my opinion, that defense was kind of slacking uh, against Michigan. I think they're going to play harder uh, in this Big Ten game as well. So what's your opinion on that Michigan game real quick? Did you think the D was a little slack in there?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. And And I thought Michigan, you know, Chase Young, like you said, they were pretty, I thought Michigan did a good job. I think we have to credit Michigan. They really made Chase Young a non-factor. You know, there's a lot of still shots and screenshots out there on Twitter of basically him getting bear hugged and double teamed. You know, there was definitely some calls that weren't made, but I thought for the most part um what Michigan did a nice job was especially early in the game was just getting the ball out quick and it doesn't matter who's over there. If you're getting the ball out quick and you know receivers are running free, and you know they're getting open against that secondary. Then you know a pass rush, you know you can you can neutralize it that way. And you know things kind of they were able to get some sacks towards the towards the end of the game, and finally get to Shea before he could get rid of the ball. But yeah, it wasn't Ohio State's best effort. It's definitely not their best film, but I think it's kind of coming at the right time because. They're going to get into that room, whether it's team meetings and then especially the defensive meetings, and when they go into their individual meetings, all of those different meetings that they're having, they're definitely getting ripped. They're going to be all over them, and they're going to be, I think, really ready to go and motivated um, starting now because they plan to play, before Saturday, three more weeks of football or three more games of football.
2: But who you got? I guess you need to make Yes, I need to make my pick.
1: So I'm actually going the other way. Wisconsin plus 16 and a half. This is the second. Yeah, why not? (laughs) I know I'm all, I'm like totally sporadic here. I'm kind of, I'm all over the place. It's a second time around. No, that's
2: just the home team. I thought you'd definitely be on the Buckeyes, but I like it. All right. Yeah, I mean, Wisconsin. But go ahead. Let's hear the reasoning why they cover this 16 and
1: a half. Wisconsin's not going to win this game. It's the second time around. Um, You know, OSU is going to dominate. They're going to handle their business. But I just – I don't know why. I just think that the Badgers cover. I kind of went back and forth, but whatever. I'm taking Wisconsin plus 16 and a half.
2: Nah, it could happen. I mean, honestly, that's – I honestly was – I was actually kind of going back and forth to that as well. And I almost didn't want to take the underdog in every game that we were picking. So, yeah. I like – of all the uh, favorites, I guess, for the uh, championship games, I thought the Buckeyes was probably the uh, best pick for all the favorites. But – It'll be close. It'll be around that number for sure.
1: Okay, before we get into the NFL, let's talk about the AAC real quick. The Northern Kentucky Cincinnati Bearcats. I always give them a I always give Cincinnati a hard time. But shout out the Bearcats playing for a conference championship. My little brother Ben Benny. He uh, plays baseball. He's a freshman there at Cincinnati. And another guy that I played with was was uh, very lucky to catch his long snaps in my punting days at Lexington. Blake Bammond is actually a long snapper on the Bearcats roster, so that's pretty cool. Hopefully they can get a win. So Cincinnati and Memphis. Memphis is minus uh, 9.5. Uncle Michael, real quick, what's your pick for this game?
2: Real quick, I'm going to go with uh, the Ohio squad. Uh, Cincinnati plus 9.5. I mean, this is basically a rematch. They played last week. I did watch some of the game uh, last week. Me too. And what I took from the last week's game is, first of all, Memphis ran back the opening kick. Yes. You know, and this is at Memphis. So that's a big, uh, big momentum starter right there. Memphis actually got up 17 to three. But what I liked about this game was that since he got it back together, didn't panic, they're down 17, three on the road, still made it a competitive game. Now they did lose by 10 points. So if they lost by 10 again, that would not cover, but I just think since he's going to cover that nine and a half, it's going to be a little more competitive game. They got film on them. I mean, they both have film on each other now from last week. But, but like I said, I think that Memphis run the opening kickoff going down 17 to three. I thought since he outplayed them pretty much after right. that point of the game. So I'm going to take the dog nine and a half Cincinnati.
1: Yep. I'm right with you. I love the Bearcats at plus nine and a half. They played last week. They're running it back. This is just like pickup up blacktop hoops. I think it was a great move by Luke Fickle. I think Cincinnati purposely lost this pass game. They're hustling them. They're like Woody Harrelson and White Man Can't Jump. They're running the table here. I love the Bearcats to win this little rematch uh, in their second game in two weeks against the Tigers.
2: Nice. like
1: it, too. Okay, so... Real quick, can we do, since we kind of picked these games, can we do a real quick who we think is going to be? I want to hear your top four. Run through them real quick. Just give us our our number one and number four matchup, then our number two and number three for the college football playoff.
2: I'm going with Buckeyes winning uh, this weekend, and they will still keep the number one. I'm going with LSU squeaking it out. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Nope. But it's obviously not going to change their spot at number two. So I like LSU at number two. Clemson obviously is going to win. I would love it somehow if Clemson lost. That would be be amazing. But (laughs) probably not going to happen with their four touchdown favorites. So I like uh, Clemson at three. And I'm going with Oklahoma winning. And Utah will probably win as well. But like we kind of already talked about, I like to. I go with the uh, theory, and the conspiracy theory of they want stars, star coaches, you know. So, again, it's. I think it's going to be like what you have, but I like Oklahoma four. So, so it'd be Oklahoma, Ohio State matchup, and then LSU, Clemson matchup. And I actually, sadly though, I do want to see Burrow. I mean, that game is actually – I might even be in New Orleans. It's only an hour and a half drive from, oh, you know, Biloxi go. where I'm at. Gotta so go. if it comes down to where – I mean, I think Ohio State's going to get there. I'll pick that game. Ohio State will beat Oklahoma. They'll go to the New Orleans because that's where the uh, championship game is at. Yep. Ohio State will be there. I think Clemson's going to beat LSU, though. Ooh. I don't think Burrow's going to get that win. I don't think he's gonna get to play Ohio State. I know that's what everybody wants and that's a great story. But never go with the story, dude, when it comes to these games. So I think Clemson will win. It's gonna be Clemson Ohio State. So Yeah.
1: I'm going I'm going with the story. Just like you, Ohio State over Oklahoma. LSU over Clemson, and then a crazy game, tears coming down his face, confetti. Coach O has his shirt ripped off, covered in Powerade and Gatorade. LSU over Ohio State in New Orleans.
2: Wow, you think LSU will beat them, huh? Yeah. But, I mean, they do have a little bit of a – obviously, it's not their home field, but, you know, it is LSU crazy. Even even where I'm at, I'm an hour and a half from uh, New Orleans, and Baton Rouge is about two and a half hours away. Oh, baby. Pretty LSU crazy here for sure.
1: Okay, let's go into the NFL games. Let's start. Um, oh, you go ahead and start. We're gonna go back and forth here. We're changing it up a little bit. We're gonna alternate uh, between picks since we got six of them here. So we don't. So we uh, don't get winded. We need to uh, need a, a little load management for us podcasters.
2: Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, Well, we're gonna go. We did. We'll say that we talked about what games we picked, and we're gonna talk about about the three games that we both kind of picked on. So the first game that we both uh, decided we wanted to pick on was the uh, Cleveland Browns at home versus Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, and that spread is Bengals plus eight and a half. Yep, and I am going with. The Cincinnati Bengals oh, at plus eight and a half. I don't think Cleveland should ever be a minus eight and a half favorite. I don't care if they're at home. The Red Rocket is back. <laughs> we saw him destroy the Jets at home and get their first win for Cincinnati. Cincy is two zero and one the last three against the spread. They had to push. Honestly, it's more just comes down to the fact that i don't think the browns should ever be favored by eight and a half at this point especially they're kind of you know mental cases as well i don't know how they're gonna react it seems like i I did see that they have a nine percent chance to make the playoffs still in my book it's about zero (laughs) but so yeah i just don't trust the browns uh at minus eight and a half too many points to uh Cover there. So going with the Bengals, plus eight and a half. Like that game a lot. Browns probably will win, but like I said, eight and a half crazy. Who you got?
1: The Browns stink. Baker Mayfield, <laughs> much like LeBron after game four of the 2018 finals, has a pretty much broken hand. I, I literally, just like you, I have this written down in my notes in big red, red crayon. The Red Rocket is back. Takes Cincinnati plus eight and a half. You know what? I hope the Bengals win this game because I hate myself. I hate the Browns, and you know I just want the dagger that's already in my heart just to be just to be pushed in there a little bit deeper. Because why not?
2: Yeah, I mean I was pretty upset last week. I mean I, I everyone that listens knows I bet on the Browns to just hopefully make the playoffs. So I yeah. had a nice little free roll for them to maybe win the AFC. But that ticket and the rest of them are pretty much – I could probably burn, but I actually haven't yet. Yeah. But, yeah, that was pretty disappointing uh, loss. Losing to a deflated Pittsburgh team with a third-string quarterback. Yeah. but And I felt like they just kind of gave that game away. Baker had some terrible passes at the end as well. But – Whatever. I don't know. Next game. Next game. Next
1: game, please. I'm going to throw up.
2: (laughs) Next game we're going to do is Buffalo at home versus Baltimore Ravens. MVP Lamar Jackson, it looks like. I am taking the dog. I'm all over the dogs pretty much for this 12-pack. I'm taking Buffalo plus five and a half. We saw what Buffalo did at dallas on thanksgiving well i picked that game i just like buffalo when they're the underdog and their last five they're four zero and one against the spread baltimore is also coming off a uh pretty you know a good win at home game they should have won but i mean that was a pretty competitive game they you know they're on a high to beat the 49ers who are also very good this year so they gotta go on the road to buffalo Buffalo also has a little bit longer of a break, so I like that. They played the Thanksgiving game, they so you got to consider that when picking these games as well. So, give me Buffalo plus five and a half. And I actually think Buffalo is going to win the game. Ooh. Who you got on that one?
1: So, I'm right with you. Buffalo, 3-0. Since that terrible Cleveland loss, it gets worse every week. And I actually looked up the weather. The weather... It's gonna be like partly cloudy, a lot, some sunshine, and like in the low 40s in Buffalo on Sunday. Because I wanted to look that up. I'm like, if this is gonna be an ugly game, you know, I would really favor the Ravens. I might even take the Ravens plus five and a half because I always go with the fact, you know, the offense, the ball carriers, they know where they're going. The defense doesn't. And when you have guys that are, you know, elusive. On on uh you know a fair a fair playing ground like Lamar Jackson it gets even worse you know if you're dealing with snow or rain or or whatever else but it's looking like it's going to be a pretty clean and um, level playing field in terms of the conditions on Sunday so I think this is going to be a battle um, I don't know who's going to win this game but I do know that I'm taking Buffalo just like you plus five and a half
2: nice Bills Bills my even though yep. Buffalo has a really good road record and they've actually been worse at home. Yeah. But I like your uh, report on the weather as well. Obviously that helps Buffalo a little more if it's a nicer weather so For Josh sure. Allen can throw the ball right better as well. So we right. agree on that one.
1: Yep. All right. Let's let's keep it moving.
2: All right, let's go to the third game that we both picked on when yep. we discussed earlier and that game was New England Patriots at home versus Kansas City. Pats coming off a loss. So, you know, most Bad cases loss. after the Pats lose the next week, they're really good under Belichick. But not so fast. Oh. Again. I know. I'm going with going with the underdog. The old man's washed up, dude. He's washed up. Time, it's finally happened, dude. He's, I don't care, just one light. He's washed up, but realistically, I mean, if you really look at his stats this year, they're not very good. No, not at all. it's not just, a secret. I, think, I well, he's on the decline, man. He's on well, the yeah, decline. He's 50. I know exactly, but I mean, he's still definitely you know, he's better than Baker. I'm taking Tom still over Baker, but <laughs> anyways. Pats are 1-3, last four against the spread. They are really good at home. Everyone knows that. But KC killed uh, Oakland last weekend. Patrick Mahomes seems to be healthy back. I think people are sleeping on KC because Mahomes got injured. They are. Remember he got injured and missed a couple games. Lamar's all the talk, but I mean, yep. it seems like Watson's starting to play better. Like, it just seems like people are sleeping now on Mahomes. I mean, I almost think KC might be a nice little pick for the uh, playoffs in the AFC. But, anyways, give me KC plus three at New England. I also think KC going to win that game, even though it's hard to win there in December. I'm rolling with it. KC plus three. Who you got?
1: I am right there with you. I was looking at this game. I was licking my chops. I'm like New England minus three. Give me the Chiefs. They're going to hammer. They're going to hammer the Patriots. Just like you said, you know, the defense is it's getting to that point where things are starting to kind of even out. That defense is still really good, but you know, Tom hasn't been able to keep the offense, you know, hasn't been able to put up the production, and keep the offense on the field long enough. You know, it, it's he's putting, you know, the defense in, in some bad positions these last few weeks and teams have been able to exploit that and take advantage. And just like you, I mean, I'm buying Chief stock. They're ascending. And, you know, you mentioned everything that I wanted to talk about. The storyline right now is, you know... Russell Wilson out in Seattle, what he's doing. Obviously, Lamar Jackson, what he's doing in Baltimore. And KC, after a rough start, injury to Mahomes. Tyreek Hill has been in and out with that hamstring and other things. And right now, as long as they stay healthy and Mahomes keeps doing what he's doing, I really love them to make a really great run. To end this season, they're going to win eleven or twelve games, and I think that they already have four losses. They're like eight and four right now. I think they're going to finish the season really strong, and they're going to be rolling into the playoffs, playing their best football, ready to go. Love the Chiefs here. They're going to win this game. Love them at plus three.
2: I agree, definitely. And I, I honestly think a lot of the public's going to bet New England because. If you look, Bella coming off a loss, he's really good. It's at yes. New England. Yep. A lot of people are probably thinking, minus three. I mean, New England at home coming off a loss. I mean, how can they lose I'm two thinking, in a row? But I'm telling you, yeah, I think it's going to happen. Right with you. All right. I'll go with my game number four. Now, these ones will probably have difference. So we my will. fourth game on Sunday for the NFL that I am picking is going to be The New York Jets, minus five and a half at home versus Miami. And I know people are probably like, what in the world? Did you see the Jets play last (laughs) weekend? But I'm telling you, it's the NFL, man. Any given Sunday, things are changed week to week. I just think the Jets offense obviously struggled on the road at Cincinnati. But before this debacle at Cincinnati, they put up over 30 points the three games prior to Cincinnati, I think they're going to get back on track. So Jets minus five, first Miami I'm taking. Also, I know Miami had a huge victory. Usually teams that have a huge victory at home, then go on the road. Yep. They do struggle the next week. That's kind of a trend. So, I mean, they somehow beat they beat the Eagles last week. Yeah, they beat oh, the yeah, Eagles somehow last week. Which was a terrible loss. Fitzmagic. Exactly. but So that was a big win at home for Miami. Now they go on the road to New York. But I think Jets getting it back together. Minus 5.5. I'll lay the minus 5.5 and, and take the New York Jets for my fourth game. What is your fourth game?
1: My fourth game. I'm going to talk about a team that's really trending upwards that hammered the Browns earlier in the season playing at a team that is dead to me and is dead to their city because they're hightailing it out there in the next few years. The Tennessee Titans at the Oakland Raiders, Tennessee minus two and a half. Are you kidding me? The Titans are rolling right now. They're in the hunt. They're seven and five right there with the Steelers, Oakland. After I picked them after I thought that they were going to show up when they traveled east to New York and just totally laid an egg and just played so terrible. After that the after that loss, Oakland is dead to me. I love the Titans minus two and a half here. They're going to keep rolling, and they're going to play well and cover those two and a half points in Oakland on Sunday.
2: Nice. All right, my fifth game for the NFL is going to be the New Orleans Saints at minus two and a half at home versus the 49ers. The Saints actually look pretty good on Thanksgiving until they, <clears throat> hopefully there's no onside kicks involved with New Orleans the rest of the year because <laughs> I think they lost three. Did you watch the Thanksgiving game?
1: Which one? Sorry.
2: Uh, New Orleans, Atlanta. Oh, Just yeah. Three onside kicks oh, that yeah. they couldn't
1: recover. Yeah, I was texting you. I'm like, this is. Unreal. I thought I thought there was a replay. I didn't realize that there was a penalty on the first one because I, like, checked my phone for something. I'm like, oh, they just did it again? Because I think it was the same guy who recovered it. It was insane.
2: Oh, yeah. We, I was texting a bunch of people during that. That was crazy. And we're all sending the Vince McMahon yeah. memes on my group text because, right. obviously, this was like a script. I mean, I actually thought Atlanta was maybe going to send that game to overtime and it's going to be ridiculous. Oh, I but, know. But anyways, we'll talk about that. But... Saints are at home, minus two and a half versus the 49ers. 49ers are all in back-to-back road games. Tough loss in Baltimore that they just had. New Orleans and the Dome, very loud. Usually very tough there. So I like the minus two and a half. If it moves to three, I kind of don't like it. But if you can get a two and a half, which is what it's at now, I think they will just win by a field goal because the 49ers are still good. But back-to-back road, road game for the 49ers. I'm taking New Orleans at home, minus 2.5 for my fifth game in the NFL.
1: All right. My next game, my fifth game, Indianapolis Colts at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay, minus 2.5 right now. The Colts are trending downward. They're 1-4. and In their last five. What what's once looked like a team of destiny after Andrew Luck quit, had to step away and retire at the beginning of the season. Jacoby Brissett playing well. They have a good roster. Then he gets hurt. He comes back. They look good. They look okay. And now all of a sudden their last five, like I said, one and four. Take Jameis and his crab legs minus two and a half here. I like Tampa to win and cover.
2: Nice. I mean, Tampa looked great. I'm, it's they did. Typical uh, Jekyll and Hyde with uh, Tampa, honestly, yes. with Jameis too. But yep. they they won last week, and they weren't expecting. It's either going to gonna be game,
1: so. it's either going to be five hundred yards and four touchdowns, or he's going to throw like three pick sixes.
2: <laughs> yep. Trust me, he's on one of my fantasy squads. But like, yeah. he's actually pretty, he's actually pretty good for fantasy because he's king of garbage. Hemans, Stafford used to be like that. Yeah. Stafford's not quite as good at his garbage because the lions aren't. You know, those lions are decent. Yeah, but man, for fantasy value, Winston will still put up some numbers in garbage times. So. Yes. Okay. All right. Finish last this up. game. We're doing six. For the NFL. Yes. This line was, when I saw this line, I was like, huh? I had to look a few times, and usually I hate picking these games because they seem like the trap games. When you see a line that looks too good to be true, usually you should just stay away from it. But I'm going against that. Pittsburgh, minus 2.5, on the road at Arizona. Arizona has lost, has lost their last Five games, and they got demolished versus the Rams. Yep, at home. So you got Pittsburgh going on the road. Obviously, Pittsburgh fighting for the wild card spot. They're actually in the the sixth seed right now, but they got Tennessee right on them. So they need to win pretty much this game. This would be a terrible loss. So, again, I just couldn't believe the line was minus two and a half. I mean, I think Arizona should almost be like plus six there. They've looked pretty bad lately. Yep. I think that offensive cliffs is getting uh, more tape on it as well. Yeah. Pittsburgh minus two and a half. Pouncey's back. I mean, he's well-rested. You know they get Pouncey back on the offensive line, so he's that helps. Pissed. They might get Connor back. I mean, we're picking these games kind of early, so we don't have the whole injury report, which I don't like. But yeah. regardless, I don't care if it's the same. If it's the same Pittsburgh team that just beat Cleveland it, with the addition of Pouncey rested, yeah. we know he's back for sure. I'm taking minus two and a half. Pittsburgh wins that game. I mean, I think it's crazy that's the line. But like I said, those games usually scare me because when it looks too good to be true, it usually is. But that's my sixth game. Pittsburgh minus two and a half on the road in Arizona. Who you got?
1: My last game, another one. I saw this line and I was like, yes, give me this one. Seattle, my MVP, Russell Wilson, at the Los Angeles Rams Seattle minus one are you kidding me short week but i love seattle minus one here i'm not very high on the rams at all i love seattle at minus one here take the seahawks like i said i know they're on a short week i know that they're on the road in la but i just i haven't loved the rams all year and i know maybe they're going to get going here they blew out arizona Maybe they got some confidence rolling, and you never know about that. When a team gets hot and confident, that can be a dangerous team. But Seattle's looked really good. They're a machine. I trust Russell Wilson with all things. I, tr- I would trust him with my life. Um, Seattle minus one. I just love it.
2: I like that, too. And I'm not, I'm not buying into the uh, Rams uh, just because they blew out Arizona. That's right. why. I, and honestly, what's – an angle that I should have played last weekend with that game I was talking to my buddy about is uh, Sean McVay and Cliff Kingsbury are, like, really good friends. Yeah. And, like, I remember when Cliff used to uh, coach at Texas Tech that they would always talk about offenses and stuff, and he got a lot of stuff from McVay. So if you think about it, should have thought about that. Like, that's why that Arizona couldn't even score last weekend because yeah. he knows his whole offense. Yep. So, but yeah, like I'm not sold just because they crushed the Arizona. I think that's why that's basically a minus 1 spread. I mean, yeah. I agree with you on there that one as well.
0: All right. So, thank you guys again so much for listening and once again, so sorry for how the audio sounded. Sorry the picks got cut off at the end. Will not happen again. Sorry once again about that. But as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. If you did, Apple, Spotify, or YouTube, wherever you may be listening. Please rate five stars, leave a friendly review, subscribe, and turn those notifications on so you never miss an episode. You guys know the schedule. Interviews every single Monday and the weekend 12-pack, just like this one with Uncle Micah every single Friday. You're home for degenerate gambler advice from non-degenerate gamblers. Thank you so much again for listening. Sorry once again, and I will talk to you on Monday.